Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Acts 8, 18 and 19. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Acts 8, 18 and 19. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Humanity hasn't changed much throughout our history, and so many of our ugliest, most dividing and manipulative behaviors can be traced back to this a desire to live as if we are God. We may not erect statues of ourselves in our downtown areas or ask people to bow before us, but we do have this almost innate tendency to seek our glory rather than God's. How often do we try to use the gifts of God given to us at the cost of Christ's blood to seek personal honor, respect, and prestige? Failing to see that our identity and our greatest fulfillment comes when we lose ourselves completely for the sake of Christ. But as the story surrounding today's verse demonstrates, personal prestige and respect can be a challenging drug to break free from, especially if that prestige and societal respect has become our identity, that thing for which we are known. As apparently was the case with Simon, the influential and presumably honored sorcerer the disciples encountered when they brought the gospel to Samaria, the area itself had a long history of merging various religious practices. When the Assyrians had conquered the land centuries prior, they adopted much, but not all, of the Jewish beliefs and their Torah, more as a to-be-safe measure, just in case Yahweh, creator God worshipped by the conquered Jews, proved more powerful than the false gods the Assyrians believed in. Simon seems to have shared this little bit of this, little bit of that tendency. It seems he wanted the power of God displayed in and through the disciples, but that he also wanted to hold on to his former way of life, his status, impressing everyone with his ability to engage in the paranormal, as our culture might refer to it. Our media tends to portray psychics, palm readers, fortune tellers, and others who engage in occult practices as 
benevolent life coaches. According to the Bible, however, the quote magic arts are demonic of the devil and therefore vehemently opposed to Christ and his kingdom. In other words, light and darkness do not and never will mix. Nor will God ever condone our using spiritual gifts or his name for selfish and prideful gain, as Simon had hoped to do. No doubt, like I said, to hold on to the prestige and power that he held within the community. According to verse 9, he had been amazing his fellow Samaritans for some time, boasting about how great he was. And all the people, both high and low, so the rich and the poor, the powerful and the lowly, said that he was, quote, rightly called the great power of God. And then, emphasizing the demonic pull he held over the people, verse 11 repeats, quote, they followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery, end quote. But then Philip proclaimed the good news, the power of God, revealed through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Why? So that the disciples could wow everyone with their supernatural abilities and religious connection to the Savior? No. The gospel was and is the power of God for salvation. The power of God to bring life found in Jesus Christ. If we want to discern the Simons from the Phillips, we need to pay attention to their words. Who or what is their focus? Are they looking for everyone to tell them how great they are or how great God is? Notice, the disciples performed a lot of amazing miracles. But when you read through Acts, you'll notice they don't speak of those. When they stand in front of leaders or crowds of people, they don't go into a long history of all the miracles they've performed or the prophecies they've proclaimed. No, instead, they point to Jesus each and every time. They proclaim the gospel. They're not looking to impress or wow anyone or even to gain a large following. They're too busy lifting Christ's name on high. The result? Thousands were saved. Churches were planted throughout the ancient world. Chains were broken. And lives, families, and entire communities were changed for all of eternity. So that is how we can tell the Simons from the Phillips. But it's also how we can tell if a bit of Simon is rising up within you and I. Because if we're honest, we'll recognize those same self-seeking, self-elevating tendencies within ourselves. We'll recognize we have a little bit of idolatry of self. Those times when we forget that our gifts aren't up to us, earned by us, or about us. Gifts we wouldn't possess at all if not for the sacrificial death of Christ. I wonder, had Simon been standing at the foot of the cross, if he would have been so self-focused when he encountered the disciples and the supernatural gifts they displayed. I don't know, but I, I do know this. The best way for you and I to kill our inner Simons is to meditate deeply and often on the cross. On the price that our Savior paid in order to set us free and then to invite us into his life-saving mission. And it's his mission, not ours. He assigns for his glory. And we belong to him. We're his children, his beloved, his creation formed by God to worship God and point others to him, not the other way around. Let's pray. 
Father, we confess our pride. We confess all those times when we seek glory for ourselves rather than purely for you, the only one worthy of honor and glory. Please search our hearts and reveal to us those hidden motives that you already see. Remove that seed of self-idolatry that always seems to be lurking within us. Help us to reflect with humble gratitude on the sacrifice you paid to set us free. Remind us of how much we need that freedom and how unworthy we are of it. Help us to surrender everything we are and every gift that you have given us in service to you. In the name of your victorious Son, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Hey there, it's Carly Marcoulier, host of Therapy and Theology, a weekly podcast that explores popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.